It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It's Monday night. You know what that means. Another episode of the Loud Pedal. I am Michael Clark Griswold with the mouth, Brian Hustlinger. Yeah. The ghost, Jennifer, who probably won't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight's episode is brought to you by the Comfort Experts. Brian, you know that phone number we call or we tell people to call every week? You know, I happen to have that phone number handy, Mike. What, what I believe I believe it's 845-374-2000. Well, you know what, guys? You know what we did? We actually called that number, and we have a special guest, Kevin Jones, on the show. Welcome to the show, Kevin. Hey, guys. How you doing? Thanks for having me on. No, no problem, I'm... brother. So, uh, Bristol didn't go as you yeah. wanted. Uh, we're gonna cut right into that one. Oh, oh yeah, we'll just get it out of the way and we'll yeah, soften yeah. it up. <laughs> we'll soften. We'll, we'll, we'll ease you out of it, buddy. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely wasn't uh, what we were hoping for. That's for sure. Yeah, we put a, a lot of time and effort, and so did a lot of people actually do to make that whole thing happen. And uh, we didn't even turn a green flag lap, unfortunately. But that's what happens when you're a, a smaller team and you don't have. Um, you know, backup cars and backup motors with you. We we kind of took the gamble to go down there and get Danny in the car, and you know, just didn't didn't work out, unfortunately. Now, now you guys were looking for a motor while you were down there, correct? Yeah, the problem was that, it, it, and we probably would have if, if the timing was different. But when you have a problem at you know in hot laps, you know, right out the gate. You know, nobody's qualified yet, so nobody wants right. to give up their backup stuff yet. That's that's the problem oh, yeah. you're running into. Yeah. It sucks. I was yeah. really looking forward to yeah. that for Danny yeah. running that car. And... Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it's pretty sad. That, you know, the car's like mint still. It's barely got any dirt on it. The, the tires are orange from the track, so at least we can say we were on the track. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was it was an unfortunate situation. You know, we um, we thought maybe we had a fuel pickup issue at first, but um, so we sent them back up after making some adjustments to the carburetor and things like that. But as soon as he went to step on the gas, it, the car just bogged right down on the back stretch or on the front stretch rather, coming off the Ford, and he almost got run over. So he came in and uh, checked some things, and definitely knew the motor was was the culprit. So. That was it for us. Damn. Sorry to hear that. So, uh, yeah, any a, yeah, any plans moving forward to have Danny do a couple races in that car, or that that was a, like a one and done deal? We, you know, we um, we talked about it a little bit. We don't have any solid plans, but there's you know definitely a chance that uh, you know we'll have something going forward. We don't have anything in place right now. Of course, we're going to need a, a, a big block and yeah, yeah. 
But, you know, I, I think, um, you know, uh, Shackleton, I'm sure, is going to repair that. We don't know where where it's going to go from there. But, um, you know, I hope we can put something together. It'd be nice to get him back in the car for sure. I mean, it's still got his name on the, on the hood and, you know, on the roof and all that stuff. So <laughs> it'd be nice to get one racing with him, you know. <laughs> so, uh, Kevin, uh, how exactly did you – get your start in racing have you just been like a huge racing fan your whole life yeah exactly i mean um i was going to the races um when i was seven years old with my uncle and just always a huge fan traveled all over the northeast probably been to almost every dirt track you know following the tours and the dirt tours of course um grew up going to middletown um and yeah, this was always a fan and, you know, never, never really had the opportunity or money to, to race or get involved in any kind of way. And then of course, once, uh, Mike and I started our business, we started to take off a little bit, you know, um, Corey's, uh, you know, Corey Cormier and his dad, mm-hmm. Derek came to me, and, mm-hmm. you know, asked to do a little powder coating for, uh, one of their new pig fab frames. And that's where it kind of started for us as far as our involvement. Now you guys have kind of just taken off. I mean, you guys have uh, quite Tommy a Collins, fleet. Yeah, yeah, Tommy Collins, Corey. Quite a fleet of drivers that uh, I guess you want to say are on, are on Team Comfort. Yeah, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. You know, we uh, we try to help people that need the help. You know, it's um, it's kind of rewarding and fun to, to help some of the smaller teams and, you know, people just starting out and, or trying to get to the next level. You know, so we have we have people all at different levels, really. But um, you know, it's it's a lot of fun being involved with all the different teams, and you know, they all do a great job of help, you know, helping us to promote our business, and it's it's cool to see. Now, do you guys try to get to as many races as you can to watch you know, these guys race? You know, I know not all of them race at the same track, so it makes it a little bit more difficult, I would assume. Yeah, and you know, this year it's been a little bit easier now that. Um, you know, Corey is racing at Middletown. Um, Isabella is racing at Middletown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared LeBas runs Middletown. Mm-hmm. Um, Lem Atkins is running Middletown. So it's it's kind of nice. There's a bunch of us there. We tried to get uh, Collins and yeah, that would been nice. And James to, to come down, but it's it's just too far for them, and they're committed to Thunder Mountain on Saturdays, which is where we ran last year, but. Um, just decided to stay closer to home this year. Yeah, you can't blame them. Especially gas prices going through the roof. Yeah, it was just, you know, you're up there and races. By the time you load up and get out of there at 1230 in the morning, you got a two or two and a half hour ride home. It's brutal. Yeah. You know, and you're working all along. <laughs> you know, we were, we, you know, our plan last year was to chase some of the 358 series races and, you know, we got around because they didn't have that series, of course, because of COVID, but we ran a bunch of other races and still ran some sportsman stuff. So we were all over the place. And um, just with all the preparation and and traveling to try to, you know, get back at 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning and prepare the car to go race like on a Tuesday or something, it was just too much. So, you know, we'll stay close to home this year. We'll try to hit as many of the series races and, you know, the um, – the race, the big race, uh, the big race at Big Diamond and Grandview. We'll, we'll probably try to get to those again this year. <clears throat> Some of the other uh, 358 stuff. So growing but, up, yeah, Kevin. You know, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Kevin. 
No, I was going to say, you know, that, that's with our stuff anyway. And, of course, you know, trying to get to some of the other tracks with some of the other drivers and cars we sponsor, you know, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So growing up, Kevin, who was your favorite dirt modified driver? Uh, definitely Brett Hearn. Oh, we're going to uh, the interview right uh, now. Thank you, thank you. Break it up, buddy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, I grew up a Brett Hearn fan, and of course, because of that, I hated Danny Johnson. Oh, you, know, you gotta have to. Yeah, you gotta yeah, have, your yep. you have to have your villains. Yes, but, you do. You know, I think as I as I got older, um, I started my my you know my heroes kind of changed a little bit. I'll always be a Brett fan, but, you know, I, I started to really like uh, Danny, especially when he started a race for uh, Chris Generelli. And, yes. you know, they were doing a lot, winning a lot of races, but as, as a pretty small team, I mean, they had a lot of cars and yeah, they motors good and stuff things. like yeah. that. But, yeah, they, they really did a lot of good things. I mean, it was pretty cool. I remember he won uh, the, big, the big show at uh, Albany, Saratoga. I think it was 2015. Mm-hmm. And I left with my kids and my nephew, and we went to the McDonald's, and he was there with his two kids at, at McDonald's, you know, getting dinner. And, um, you know, outside it was just a plain white trailer with a pickup truck towing it, no big stacker or anything like that, you know. And there he was. He took the $10,000, beat everybody that night. And I think McDonald's. he went on to win a couple of $10,000 races that year. Uh, yeah, he's done. Yeah, he's. Uh, they were, they were, those two were a good team together. Chris is a good guy, too. Yeah, definitely. And Chris had a lot to do with, you know, putting that whole deal together with, yep. with Danny yep. this year. Yeah, I figured for us. that. And yeah, he, he helped us. Um, he helped facilitate a couple of deals with us with some, some of the cars and motors we bought this year. He had a lot to do with that. Chris is involved in everything. He's all over the place. You need something, you call him. And, you know, he knows yeah, he's all over. How to find it, for sure. <laughs> uh, Danny yeah. actually wants to work with us, um, bring him back Syracuse Mile. Yeah, so what do you think of that? Like, Team Cuffer brings back the mile. I mean, starring Danny Johnson. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I don't know why he would pick us. He, yeah, he was all yeah. about it. He's like, let's get it yeah, going, he boys. he really was. Then I told him, I that said, well, you, yeah, you need rolling wheels. He goes, well, I'm talking about Syracuse, son. I said, yeah, but rolling wheels, sadly. He's like, all right, you know what? You're right. You're right, rolling wheels. And then I was like, all right. But he was really, really focused on let's bring back the mile. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't have that. Kind of, I don't have that kind of pulls. Do you? I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't really uh, have much. To do <laughs> yeah, you know, state I mean, or the or the county there. Or... <laughs> but oh, maybe we could make the race somewhere else. Uh, make another. Uh, we'll we'll make our own mile track somewhere, and we'll call it the mile. <laughs> yeah, and we'll blind. And what you do is you bring Danny there, but you blindfold him. And you just he won't know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You just get like backdrops. We'll get some plywood and have somebody like like Bob Ross paint the backdrop with Syracuse looks like with the horse barns in the back there in the back stretch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he won't. He won't. He ain't gonna know where it is. He's gonna be clueless. There you go, Danny. Now, 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 go win. All right, now go win. Yep. There you go. So, so what do you think about it? <laughs> All right, go win. Don't embarrass us. All right. Um. <laughs> so the hot the hot driver right now is uh, still and you know he do you think he would have a shot at winning the SDS this year if he was do it to do it full time? Oh yeah, I mean why not? Um, especially now he's got a huge lead. I would imagine right. He won at Can Am. He won at Bristol. I mean, the guy can win anywhere on any track, right? At any time. So of course, I think he could. 
absolutely. I haven't seen the updated standings. I saw the standings after the first Bristol race, and his points, I forget who's in second, but they must be, you know, finishing pretty close to Stu because the point lead was only like 20 points. I think it's got to be. I think oh, it's okay. I can't. I can't remember who it is, but and I don't know if they've updated them after the last uh, first. So how was the Bristol race, anyways? Cause yeah, I how was I, that experience for you? Guys? I didn't. I didn't watch any of it. It was for me being there. It was uh, pretty incredible, man. It's, it's a really intimidating place. I mean, I, I came across that track and down inside, and like you just look up and you know you stand down on the inside by the inside wall and you look at the top of the wall and it's like, man, it's like thirty or forty feet above my head up there, you know. And you walk up the track and it's it's like it's a real climb to actually walk up that banking and you look and just as an owner, a car owner standing there, I was like, oh my god, it was it was really intimidating. I'm not gonna lie, I was scared out of my mind. <laughs> how, how was the but racing? Was, uh, I, yeah, how was the racing? Regardless, because I I didn't see any of it either. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. You know, they they did a good job with the track. I think compared to what I saw um, like weeks before with some of the other racing that they had there, it was really dusty and rough and looked to be pretty bad. But the, I think they did a great job for the outlaws and the and the modifieds. They seemed like they finally really had the track figured out and you know it's just it's it's tough though anytime you have a track that big the cars just get you know stretched out because the speeds are so great they just really get strung out you know the fast cars the the cream rises to the top for sure you mm-hmm. know the fast guys are going to get to the front and they're just gone you know but we did have some good racing in the modifieds i thought you know the way they ran the show with um you know with the qualifying and the redraws and stuff like that you know guys definitely had to make moves and and make some passes. So, and and it was there. You know, there was there was two lanes. You could run the outside. It, you know, it kind of changed as things went on. But like any race, you know, it, it, it's yeah. tough. But it but it was good. You know, overall, you know, I think a lot of people thought that cars were going to get destroyed, and I I don't think there was really any accidents at all. Really, no wrecks really much at all. No, thank God. Just, yeah, I was I was worried yeah. about that after I was watching worried, yeah, uh, sprint, sprint cars. car practice. I was like. I was like, Oof. man, the the wind is blowing these guys across the straightaway. Like, if they get make any sort of contact, game Done. over. Oh yeah, yeah, those speeds. I think they are averaging over 140. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, on, on, yeah, on Sunday. Yeah. So what is that down one of their straightaways? Probably what a buck sixty. Somewhere around there, maybe top, on the top end. I would say that's probably about right. I mean, I, I really couldn't say, but I mean, that makes sense to me. I, but I don't, I mean, they're scrubbing off speed in the corners, but they were, they were flat out, I think, all the way around. I don't think they were lifting at all. And the modifies are averaging, what, like 115 or so? Somewhere around yeah, there? Yeah, I think, all right. Yeah, they're a couple seconds slower. Somebody said that if you, um, if they were on the track together in three laps, the sprint cars would have been lapping the modifies. Oh yeah, easily. Oh, that's a no-brainer. I saw a post yeah. that uh, the World of Outlaws posted, and it was all the average speeds of the cars that have raced on the Bristol right. dirt this year, and NASCAR had the slowest average speed. Yeah, it was like eighty-nine miles an hour. Yeah, like that's a cup car. Yeah. Were. But you're yeah. but you're also talking about a NASCAR also weighs two thousand pounds more than the sprint car. Yeah, and they yeah. didn't cha- they didn't change anything up for dirt either. All they did was put different tires on it. You know, they didn't come yeah. out with a dirt package for that race or anything. Yeah, uh, yeah, they should just stop. Put a dirt package on them and don't race on dirt anymore. 
Yeah, that's that's just the thing, yeah. It's like if you put one of those modifieds on the track when it's asphalt, it's not going to go nearly as fast either. It's no, it's not. Yeah, there. no, exactly. <laughs> it's not made I, to go I, on asphalt. Tough cars aren't made to go on dirt, so. I think a modified on asphalt would still be more entertaining than NASCAR on asphalt. They were, actually. You should have seen the dirt. The dirt asphalt series was pretty cool back in the day. Well, you know, yeah. the, Tur- the Turkey Derby at Wall Stadium, they raced the, the modifieds on asphalt there every year. That's pretty entertaining. Yeah. So It was pretty cool. I, I They were interviewing one of the, the um, lower dollar uh, outlaw cars, uh, one of the drivers, um, and he was saying how he was struggling because he had he only had a short track car and it was like a shorter frame or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he was saying how he was struggling like that a little bit. He needed really a you know a long chassis or something like that, a longer rail. So that's pretty cool to learn a little bit more about that. I really haven't watched or seen the World of Outlaw race in years, so it's pretty cool to see them again. Yeah, I didn't even know that existed longer. longer yeah, chassis. Didn't I, I thought here was a, yeah. Well, there's yeah. sure. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know. Well, guess what? Now we don't. Yeah. Hey, thanks to Kevin Jones. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty neat. And the, the right. haulers and the team have gotten much serious or much know, more like, serious too. It seems like. the Stu and Shepard. All right, yeah, let's let's get um the Shepard get his act together. Who's the twenty? Does Shepard get his act together? Start. Going on a swing, and does he become the 2021? And I, I believe it would be the record eighth Super Dirt Series title. Hmm. I mean, you, he's another one you can never count him out. You know, he can win anywhere on any track at any any given moment. Just when you just when you count him out, he's he's there and he'll win a race. You know. I uh, picked Mahaney to win the whole thing. Yeah, he's really come a long way in the last year. So yeah. It's unreal. We were talking about that in the stands the uh, Sunday night. Mahaney's yeah, actually I, I uh, was, second in points right now. Who, sorry, sorry. All right, so Kevin, let's just make the bold prediction. Go ahead. Who's who's your 2021 Super Dirt Series big block champion? I like that Mahaney uh, pick. You know, I don't know if I would have thought of that on my own. I probably would have said Shepard will get it together and he'll win it. But I, I, I don't know, man. I think uh, that Mahaney's a good pick. He seems to have really good luck on the cross too, so that's always helpful. I'm gonna, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb here on my pick. At Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with the, the Uke Tire Assassin. Oh, Mike Mikulski, <laughs> there, yeah, there, yeah, there. I tell you, I tell you, after Saturday when he was dingle-dorfing around out there, he, I know he's just shaking the car down. I, my co-host might be right. <laughs> yeah. I think he's got something Mike brewing is, there. He, he's definitely, uh, I think he, he's, he's figured the car out. You know, this that car um, that he's driving is the car that Corey uh, finished second at Georgetown with, and then I think seventh or so at um, Sealands Grove. Okay. So that car is dialed in. So it, it definitely made a difference. We found out the car that Mike was driving when he hit those U tires um, was actually bent, and it was not handling well at all. Before he hit sure the U tires or after he hit the U tires? That that's what we're not 100 percent sure. We discovered <laughs> oh. it was bent after the U tires, but <laughs> <laughs> was that his excuse? Well, it was bent before. That's why I hit him. I mean, was that his was that his excuse? <laughs> it could be. Yeah. Yeah. I no, think his see, excuse was that um, the the cars in front of him were squirrely, and he, you know, got a little. Uh, uh, you know, it's always something with a race car driver. Oh, I couldn't see it or his dust. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's always an excuse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. 
<laughs> that's right. But no, Mike's uh, he, he's figuring it out. I think he's going to be pretty good. He he definitely avoids the trouble. He's got to get a little more aggressive if he's going to you know get to the front. But I I think he's just trying not to tear the car up right now and make more work for himself. So you know he, he runs the bottom nice and smooth and you know he stays out of trouble at Middletown anyway. Maybe we can bring him back up to Thunder Mountain or some of the other short tracks so he might uh, find those Ute tires again. What? Yeah, I was going to say, what if he has a flashback up there? Like, like, like Ricky Bobby. Yeah, like Ricky. I'm on yeah. fire. Get, you're not on fire. You're not on fire, Mikulski. Get back in the car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We might have to bring him up. We're off uh, at Middletown on, on Saturday with the 358. So maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll have to go up there and we'll throw him out there again and see what happens. <laughs> He's probably going to break in a cold sweat. You know, I don't know, man. Be careful. You got to yeah. talk him down. Come on. You can do it, buddy. Right. Stay away from the scary <laughs> Duke tires. I mean, if he's yeah. having fun, that's all. Who cares? That's all that matters. That's it. Yeah, he, he's having a blast. You know, that's he all um, he's all and so and he's the one that's going to drive it. I've never even sat in a car. I had when I was a kid. Even... Oh yeah. Yeah, I actually had a buddy of mine years ago. He let me pull his street sock into the garage. That was only ten feet. I was that's my my fifteen minutes of fame of racing right there. Nice. And I almost crashed too. So <laughs> <laughs> it had so more that, power than you ever thought. Or? Oh, oh yeah. Oh my god, it's unbelievable power. Yeah. Not yeah. not really, yeah. but I yeah, not really. I just popped the clutch out. Anyway, that's another story. Well they got like crazy tall gears in those street stocks, don't they? They run like a six hundred gear or something in those things, so they don't have to shift. From my huh. no, from my knowledge, anyway. I could be completely wrong. I think, guys, I think you guys, you know, you get enough followers, you get enough people supporting the show and the and the page and stuff like that. You get get a um, a pure stock together or something, or, or a road runner and run it down at Big Nine. If we get if we get a road runner, our co-hostess with the most is <laughs> Jennifer Hausman, is the 2016 Women's Grandview Enduro Champion. So that's that that's that, going to be our driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll yeah be no, see, seriously, yeah, should be our driver. Not Josh. Not Josh. No, Josh. Josh. Actually, Kevin, we want you to put some piece of shit car so Jennifer can just, so we can all take turns ramming him. <laughs> I often get frustrated. I'm like, I'm going to sell everything. I'm going to buy like eight four cylinders and we're all going to race four cylinders. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so that's how you say it. you guys have a shit day at work. You know, you know how, you know, the, when you work with somebody a little bit too long, you're going to get a little cranky with each other. That's how you take it out on each other, do an enduro. There you go. With a bunch of four-cylinders. Yep. See, Jennifer shaking her head. She's all for it. The problem is we would never be able to find Josh to get him to, to participate yeah, he'd be, because he'd yeah, be hitting in Jeff Strunk's trailer. Yeah. Or Brian Hurtler. <laughs> and he'd be afraid to come out and, like, talk to you because you're, like, new. <laughs> yeah. Who, who's the new guy to hide behind <laughs> Jennifer or something? Come on, Joshy. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I, I actually, uh, at Georgetown earlier this year, I was there, and I obviously had the loud pedal t-shirt on. And uh, some guy walks up to me out in the parking lot, and he said, oh, the loud pedal. He's like, are you on the show? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm on the show. He's like, you guys got to start being nice to Josh. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mike uh, introduced him to Josh, and then Mike had to hold the guy back from knocking Josh out. So that ended that real quick. 
Oh, boy. Wow. All right, Kevin. Will there be where? Yeah, will there be another short track super series grand champion this year? If yes, if yes, who? Um, why wouldn't there be one? Oh, you mean who's going to win the North and the South? Is that yeah, yeah. Grand, yeah, grand champion. Yeah, they got to win the North, the South, and the uh, American Racer Cup to be the grand champion. Ah, that's tough, man. Who's winning the South Series right now? Was Mahaney, I believe. It was Mahaney. I don't know if he's still. Well, they haven't had a race in a while, <laughs> and they haven't ran. They haven't ran the North yet either. Uh, South yeah, is a race only... tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, no, yeah. yeah, Delaware. Yeah, Stu's got the pole. Um, he actually <laughs> dropped his car off in Victory Lane on the way to Bristol. <laughs> yeah, so you could go. <laughs> yeah, you can go get your picture taken in Victory Lane with Stu's winning car tomorrow night if you want. That's hilarious. Oh god. Oh, you, you see how we are in the group. I just love to get people going with that. Yeah, yeah, it, it works. You know, know, it's the thing is the guy is a fantastic wheel. It's some of his fans are like these front runners. Like, did you root for him before he got all this? Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's other race car drivers who really do exist besides Stuart Friesen. And when they say, oh, the only reason, I know, when Maraska won down at Bridgeport, right, Mike, this year? Yeah. It was the only reason that Maraska won is because Stu was there. I'm like, really? I think Maraska's a hell of a wheel man. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's- yeah, it's, it's stuff like that that, like, it'll turn me off from a driver because of that. But meanwhile, it, it's too bad because the guy is a hell of a wheel man. Yeah, so, absolutely. So the South Series, Mahaney currently holds a 17-point lead over Shepard. Ooh, look at that. Mm, that's close. That's tight. That is very tight, yeah. yeah. One, bad, one, bad, one bad race and a good race for the other guy, and you're yeah. – like like it's swap in one week. And I believe um, – yeah, if if you go to every race that Dale – you get a, a like a mulligan, I guess, right? He'll drop your worst race. Yeah, if you get perfect yeah, attendance, yeah. he gives you a drop race, yeah. I don't know. See, I said oh, yeah. yeah. I said yeah on the grand champion, and I picked Mahaney to win that too. Not a bad pick. I, I picked Mahaney to win like Eastern State Super. I picked Mahaney to win a lot of stuff this year. Like, stuff. Yeah, like like seven championships. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna be like, yes, yeah, Stu, who watch this. <laughs> Stu's tough to win a championship because he's he has the, the, the commitment series. to the, the yeah. truck series. You know, it's, it's hard. For him to hit every single but, race, you know. But he did go head to head with Matt Shepard, and and Shepard convincingly beat him. Yeah. And I think it's when yeah. Stu first first got into the Halmar car. I, I believe I'm not 100 percent sure. It was in 2016. All right. Yeah. So it was only five years ago. So yeah, he was with Halmar. Um. Right now, it definitely Stu's the hot driver. But I, like you said before, you can't count Shepard out because he's going to figure something out, and he's yeah. just going to say, "Here, bitches, look at this. I'm back." Right. Yep. Well, and let, let's not forget, oh. earlier this year at Georgetown, Shepard came from 19th to win. And yeah, Stu, and he's, Stu, and Stu he's started spanked like, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Stu started in the top five. So, I mean, with those guys, it's it's back and forth constantly. Yeah. Yep. No, listen, they're all beatable on any given day. Absolutely. Anybody can. You know, that's that's why they actually have the race, right? Because anybody can win. Yeah, that's it. Regardless of where they start. Yeah, who, who, in your opinion, you think is better overall as a driver, Stu or Matt? I mean, overall on dirt? 
like overall, let's not. All right, I would say overall, student, modified. Yeah, like modified in modifieds. Modifieds, yeah. I mean, I guess that's the only fair comparison, right? Yeah. Because a trucker like that. So, um, man, it's that's that's tough. I mean, I think you know, Friesen's obviously won a lot more. Or I, you know, I don't actually even know about that. I think um, you know, yeah, Shepard's nice. record really speaks for itself. Um, but yeah, I mean, Stewart lately seems to have a little something more than anybody else with that big block program anyway that he's got going now. Oh, absolutely. But, <clears throat> but again, yes. you know, Shepard gets it done everywhere he goes. So that's uh, so what makes it so exciting. Here's here's <laughs> the here's the argument I was making with Brian. Uh, before before we called you last year, Friesen had his best statistic year in a modified, and he won 28 races. Shepard had a down year and still won 23 races. So a, a yeah. down year. <laughs> yeah, he had a down year and still won 23. So I don't know. Right. Not taking anything away from Stu. I think Stu's a hell of a driver. I just hate his fans. I I also compared Matt Shepard would be Brett Hearn style-wise, in my opinion, and Stu's more like Danny Johnson style-wise, in my opinion. What do you think of that? I think that's a, a fair statement. I think Danny has always been more of a... A field you know, driver. Like a raw, just here's my raw out. talents. Get, yeah, all out and let's go for it. Yeah, you know, where Brett is always, was always more meticulous, I yep. think, and, and more calculated and, you know, predictable as far as that goes, you know. Consistency, I think, was, you know... Brett always out-prepared everybody. He always had good yes, stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll agree. Yeah, so, always. You know, but at the same time, Danny, you could put Danny in a car that, you know, a, a junker, and he'll wheel that thing to the front, you know. Yeah. He doesn't even have to handle it. He'll get it. <laughs> all right, I'm going <laughs> to make the boldest prediction out of everything. You ready? Yep. The Uke Tire Assassin pulls the hat trick Eastern States weekend. Boom, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Mike, Mike, the Uke Tire Assassin will win the Sportsman, the Small Block, and the Big Block. So don't all the rest of the guys are finishing second to him. When you said hat trick, I thought you meant he was going to hit three tires in the same oh, or, or that, or that, okay, or that during warm-ups. That, that is probably more realistic, I'll be honest with you. I'll pull him the hat trick, the three Uke Tires. Does uh, yep. does Orange County even have you tires? <laughs> yes, and so, kinda. They're well. We'll have to just put. We'll get Brett Hearn to put some out there for that weekend. Yeah, just because. Yeah, hey, Brett, watch this. It's like throwing like like breadcrumbs out to a duck or a bird. He'll he'll find. Mokosi's gonna find these tires. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll, sp- yeah. we'll spray paint our uh, loud pedal fucking logo on there. Yeah, there, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's well, a what, what, video of that. Video of that. <laughs> Just carry it around. Look, here's a, here's our sponsor. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he said yes. I, I he said yes to give us like, money. They don't sponsor us anymore. Watch. <laughs> right. Nah, I, I spend the money. He doesn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. Uh, yeah. Make sure you, Mike, make, make sure you edit that part out. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> That's no, but I was like, I was watching, and it was like he hit the first one. And like the car spun around and he took off again and then he hit the the very next one. It was amazing. Like the, how far, the, the how next. How far apart were they? <laughs> because it was amazing. 
he just wasn't sure after he hit the first one. He hit the second one to make yeah, sure. Just, yeah, just, yeah, to make sure that's what he hit. It was a U tire. I mean, I don't think they're they're not that far apart. I, th- I want to say the first one is like kind of right at the beginning of the the first turn, and then I don't know, maybe ten, fifteen yards up the up, you know, towards the center of the corner, you know, towards between one and two. Jesus, so he just never got away from him. So, so you ever played yeah. like one of those video games where you got to go through like the checkpoints? Maybe he thought he had to go through like the checkpoint. Oh yeah, you ever think of that? That that could be yeah. Maybe you, you know? like playing Mario. Yeah, play Mario Kart. Did, did he drag one with him, or yeah. he just just kind of hit and just kept going? Yeah, he bounced off it, of course. Yeah. Oh, so he did a hit and run on the Uke tire. That's real nice. Yeah. Yep. Two of them. Both. And yeah, then he didn't ben- do a whole lot of day. And then bends your chassis like a pretzel and then blamed it. That's why he hit the uke tires because the chassis was like that in the first place. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Wow. The audacity. Oh, that's, a, yeah. that's astonishing that somebody could do that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know, Kevin. I, you know, I, I mean, if you, whatever, bro. <laughs> Look, we could just put Jennifer in the car if you'd like. I mean, she's not going to hit you yeah, tire. Yeah. What do you think, Jeff? We're going to come right. up to New York and race? You're probably going to take over Mikulski's ride anyway soon. I can see that happening. <laughs> Kevin Jones' partner, <laughs> Team Cover, parted ways. <laughs> yeah. Every big news, Ariel Cover. Brings <laughs> right. in rookie sensation Jennifer Punchy Houseman as P- and PBR Josh as her crew chief. Huh? <laughs> there you go. No, yeah. don't do that. Don't do that, please. Yeah, Josh will still be down yeah. at Grandview trying to make yeah. calls on how to set up a car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to you. <laughs> like, yeah. So, Kevin, how's uh? How's how's business going? You know, obviously, you know it's a racing podcast, but obviously, you know, let's let's talk a little bit about the business. How's uh, you know, business with uh, obviously, COVID screwed everything up for a lot of people last year. But uh, you know, I'm in the same industry, you know, so we didn't really lose any uh, business or anything. So I, I assume you guys are still chugging along pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been pretty good. You know, I can't complain at all. And where we are here in New York, we're in an area where people who are fleeing from New York city are coming to. Right. So we had a lot of clients that have second homes up here. So they kind of made these their primary residences. So they did a lot of work to them to bring them, you know, like year round, make them more comfortable and stuff like that. So we've been doing a lot of, a lot of air conditioning in homes that didn't have them because they're here all summer now and, you know, stuff like that. So business has been good. That's good. I I can't complain. It's what makes all the, the racing stuff possible, obviously. So, Oh yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a, well, great, man, if, what, it's a uh, great field yeah, to what, be in. I tried. Sure. I tried it. I, I'm a framer, and I tried the HVAC. I, it was too tedious for me. Sorry. Oh yeah, I can't do the HVAC oh, yeah. stuff. I do the plumbing. Yeah, stuff. I mean when when I'm trying to nail like uh, metal duct work together, you know, it's not going to work out. Oh, tin knockers for nothing, you know. I mean, I did use galvanized. <laughs> yeah, well, I did use galvanized nails in my defense. To start. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that that could be a that could be a challenge for sure. So yeah. what uh, what name brand stuff do you guys uh, mainly deal with a manufacturer or just whatever the homeowner wants? 
you put in? Our philosophy is give the customer what they want, make the best decision, let them make the decision on what, you know, fits their budget, what fits what they want in their house, what works for their house. We don't push them towards anything. We're not, you know, yeah, okay. super loyal to one particular brand, but we've been doing a lot of the Bosch heat pumps. Okay. Which, um, uh, you know, they, they work, uh, they're inverter heat pumps that are kind of the same technology as like the ductless mini split stuff that you see out there, the Mitsubishi's yes. and things like that. Yes. So they actually will heat your house even, you know, down to zero degrees outside and they do it for basically the same cost um, as it is to cool your house in the summer. So it's very efficient. You can get away from the fossil fuels, oil, and propane, stuff like that. And and the state uh, is, you know, offering some really great rebates right now. So we have customers that are, you know, getting, up. yeah, they're getting $6,000, $8,000 back from, from the oh, state wow. and then form nice. rebate. So, yeah takes, you know, a pretty good chunk of the cost off. So people are getting heat and AC for the price that they normally just get air conditioning for. So it's working out pretty well. We've been doing a lot of that lately. So uh, uh, I guess, how, how, like, how big is the company? How many, how many like, crews do you have out on the road? Um, there's, like, 10 of us all together, I think. Okay. Nice. Nice, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah, we're growing. I mean, that's the biggest challenge in our business is, is the help. You know, we could be twice the size that we are if we had to help, but that's, that's what always holds you. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's in that's in any trades, getting just really good help. It's so hard to find. Yeah, yeah we, it, it is. It really is. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we hear all the time, you know, from, from everybody. Everybody's got the same problem now. Yeah. Uh, we, we usually – the best way to do it is you find somebody who has a good attitude, a good work ethic, who knows work the difference work. between a Phillips driver and a flathead screwdriver. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, somebody totally, into, yeah, somebody totally green, and you, you turn them into the, the technician you want them to be. Yeah, and if you can read a tape, good. <laughs> yep. You're uh-huh. probably bored and on your way. And show up to work on time. I see that's a big problem. They, like, dilly-dallying and stuff. That's not cool. And stay off your damn phone. Yeah, stay off the phone, or I'll shoot a nail through it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's a huge problem. You know, these young kids come in, they just want to play on their damn phone all day. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's my problem all day long, too. <laughs> it's different because you've earned it. You're the owner now, so if yeah, you want to play yeah, on your really phone, you can, you can go play on your phone. Mike's a manager. Mike's worked his way, so if I'm going to play on the phone, I'm going to play on the phone. Right. Me, I just do it because I'm a jerk, but. Yeah, I was actually, uh, actually sent out a, a mass text to the, to the guys today about being on their phone. And then, uh, one of them was on a job with me and I was on my phone. He's like, didn't you guys just yell at us for being on your phone? I was like, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do as I know. <laughs> I got business to tend to. Leave me alone. <laughs> and then Mike said you were to be seen, not heard. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'll get caught on Facebook. You know, like, oh, I'm uh, texting a customer back about a, a job we're doing tomorrow. You know. Yeah, making. Like no, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure that was Facebook. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, oh boy. Well, yeah. I had to post on Facebook for the customer to read it. That's how we're. That's how we're communicating. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Facebook marketing is what we're doing here. Yeah, got to grow the business. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right, Kevin. Well, 
you know, we, we definitely thank you for coming on the show. Uh, we thank you for your, your support. Uh, yeah, get some sleep. I heard you had an early, uh, I guess, I don't know if you want to call it a, a late arrival or a very early arrival this morning. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we, uh, left Bristol at, uh, about five thirty, six o'clock and drove straight on through, got a flat tire somewhere in Pennsylvania on 81 and on the trailer and had to change that in the middle of the night. So that was fun. Uh, At least we had the tools to do it. That's true. Yes. That makes it a little (laughs) bit easier. Yeah. Derek and I made it a, you know, we made it like a pit stop. So we were nice. What was it like five minutes? Yeah, it took us longer to dig the tire out of the trailer than actually changing it. Changing it was a breeze, so it was actually finding it. That was the problem. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, yeah, Kevin, well, so. go, go get some rest. Uh, we appreciate you taking some time out uh, and talking with us tonight. And, uh, we, you know, we wish thank you the you. best of uh, luck in the future and with the business and, uh, and with racing. And thank you for sponsoring us also. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. We yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, thank you guys for doing what you do, too. I think, you know, stuff like this is what helps our sport keep going. And, you know, to a guy like me, who's, this is this is everything. This sport is is my number one sport, and mm-hmm. I hate when people bash it. And, I, you know, so guys like you guys and gals doing this, this podcast and what you do on on social media and everything to just helps the sport, I think. It makes it more interesting and gets more people involved. So that's all great. So thanks to you guys as well. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Yep, absolutely. Have a good night, Kevin. All right, Kevin. Have a good All one, right, brother. Yep, thank you very much. You too. We'll talk to you guys soon. Yes, All right, sir. All right, everybody. That was our sponsor. Our sponsor, Kevin from The Comfort Experts. And uh, if you give me a quick second here, I'm going to tell you something all about The Comfort Experts, even though Kevin told you, you know, a couple little tidbits tidbits you know little snippets it's you know what though it's nice to know that they're open to brands you know a lot a lot yes. of companies are trained like, uh, yeah when yeah. i did it it was trained because i think he got some of the the money's like if you sell our product you know it's yeah, probably yeah, some, exactly. yeah it was trained 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 he, that's cool what he does like you said like well i think you should go with it this yeah like look we can do this but you know if you're saying your budget's this you want to go with this over here, you know? And to be able to, because each one you hook up a little differently and stuff, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So that's a lot of knowledge there to be able to do with numerous uh, different brands in there. And, like, yeah, we can do that. We can do this. Absolutely. All right, everybody. So this episode uh, was brought to you by the Comfort Experts. Comfort you can count on. Old-fashioned service with modern solutions. Comfort Experts is a full-service installation maintenance and repair company that services all of your plumbing and heating needs from sustainable options such as geothermal and solar technologies to standard heat pumps and air conditioning units. Comfort experts will provide highly trained technicians, which we just talked about was hard to very, very hard to get uh, state of the art equipment and quality, excuse me, quality of care to ensure your home is treated as a priority. Our locations are located where Brian? I believe Mike, they serve the, Orange County, Westchester County, Rockland County, and the entire Hudson Valley in the state of New York. Uh, you forgot Middletown, but that's okay. Well, that's Port Orange County, silly. Oh, oh yeah, there we go. See, I'm, I'm from Maryland. What do I know? <laughs> <laughs> Call today to find out what the Comfort Experts 
can do for you, and that number is, Brian? I believe it's 845-374-2000. And either ask for Kevin or the Uke Tire Assassin. Mike Mikulski. Uh, so, uh, I didn't watch any Bristol racing. Uh, neither do I. So, all right, let's move on to the next subject. Um, I was Bridgeport. <laughs> yeah, Fonda. Congratulations, Joe Toth, on getting a big block win at Bridgeport. Uh, small block win. Small block win at <laughs> Bridgeport. Congratulations, Joe Toth, on your first modified win. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That's pretty you cool. You know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm really starting to believe more and more what Ryan Watt said last week, that it's no one's going to dominate this year. There hasn't been any repeat winners yet. No, which is good. I think it's good for the fans, not for like you said, not for the driver because they need that just that tick tick more to get put them ahead of everybody else. Well, I think Go Down <coughs> Go Down was leading the points, and I believe he finished second. Yeah, so, so he's part, still leading the points. He's, yeah. Go Down's been very consistent. He just hasn't been able to park it yet. He'll get it. He'll get his. He'll get a couple. Yeah, I think so. No, but it's cool to see a low buck guy like Joe Toth like a put it in victory a rookie, yeah, and a rookie on top of that put it in victory lane against a pretty stout field at Bridgeport. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's pretty cool. I didn't watch the race, but I thought you would have, but whatever. But I didn't. I actually went to a race finally this year, and I went to Orange County. Surface I thought was good. The racing was good in all three divisions. Billy Dunn made a guest appearance and almost won it. Four coming four wide out of turn four to pick up the checkered. Tyler Boniface won. I mean, it was just really good racing. A good fun night. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Well, thank you. And my son did too, and he stayed up and he went woke up at 10:30 yesterday morning, so he had a good time. I'm glad you guys enjoyed yourself. Well, thank you, sir. Absolutely. That's what. Going the race is all about, right? That's the last time I knew. Yeah, I wasn't there to be pissed off. <laughs> I get pissed off sometimes. Depends on who wins. Yeah, but we're still we're, we're in our happy place. Yeah, it's true. That's true. We're we're bad at like something racing related, not like what happened at work or you got in a fight with your wife, girlfriend, whatever. Josh's case is boyfriend. Yeah, Josh, or just be mad at Josh. Well, that's pretty much like a twenty-four seven-day-a-week job anyway with him. Yeah. Um. Rocky Warner wins to 12,000 at Fonda. Yep. Now, they, all, they were running sail panels, too. That, that's what I was going to ask. They don't normally run sail panels there, do they? No, they don't. I wonder why they put them on for that race. I guess because he's, let's run sail panels, I guess. I don't know, something different. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe so guys could also use that race as a tune-up for the Short Trek Super Series race there this year. Could be. Let the guys shake down. I mean, you saw there was a cream of a crop guys there, so yeah. guys want to bring sail panels, you could shake it down a little bit. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? I don't even know who finished second. All I know is Rocky Warner won. I didn't know what the top ten was. Uh, you have to ask, ask Jim or Jay. <laughs> I, we should have. He's, he's the Fonda guy. He is. He's our uh, Fonda... Uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Connoisseur? Fonda connoisseur, maybe? I just call him our Fonda correspondent. There we go, there we go, yeah. We'll have to get him a mic and a camera. And we're going to kick it off to Jibber J up in Fonda. Yeah. 
That'd be pretty cool. Oh, I know for a second. I'm sorry. Ronnie Johnson. Oh, there you go. The late Jack Johnson's son. And I don't I don't know what happened after that. Yeah, I don't know either. There were some good cars, and the Concy seemed to be like like its own little mini heats there, like Fuller. He was in one of them. Uh, AJ Allen Johnson was in uh, a Concy. A lot of cars showed up. I mean, for twelve grand. Yeah. It's more than they're paying in Bristol. Bristol's only paying ten grand to win. Yeah. And you got to go all the way down to Tennessee. Now Bristol was paying. A thousand to take the green, though. Yeah, but still, all right. And, here's, and, every, and everybody qualified. Like, so when you're it, guaranteed two thousand dollars, pretty much. If you got started both nights. Yeah. Here's what I didn't get. I, I, dude, it, you're going to Bristol for the first time. This is like this is a big deal for our dirt modified to even be, you know, to go down there and be able to do something like that in the first place. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you only gonna throw these guys ten thousand dollars? Come on. I agree. You're you're the World Racing Group, right? The high and mighty World Racing Group, and that's I don't know. I you could do. I'm, I'm sorry, you could do better. Yeah, you could. You go ten grand the first night and twenty grand, and I still like what Halmar does too. Is uh, all right. It's ten thousand. This is what he's doing. It's ten thousand. To win the small block championship this year at Orange County, and it's twenty five grand to win the big block. So what is that? Thirty five. And I think if you win both, I think it's like fifty grand. Throw a bonus out there, something like that. Yeah. Well, what's weird is the sprint cars at Bristol were only racing for ten grand each each night, which I Even, thought was really low. Yeah, that's. Probably the biggest attraction on dirt in this country is the World of Outlaw Sprint Cars. Right. One of the big, yeah, probably the biggest. I'd say probably the biggest. Yeah, ten. Uh, all right, they've been to Bristol before, so but still. Yeah. I don't know. I just I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Now, does uh, Dale try to one-up them and, let's say, uh, like, you know what? Screw this. We're putting dirt on Daytona. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, that would be insane. That would be a shit show, right? Like, you could do, like, what, two laps around there? Yeah, you have to come in for fuel. At, halfway through a lap. Yeah. We're going to do live pit stops at lap .5. Uh, we're going to have a fuel truck. Chase yeah. you down the back stretch. That's what I always said. There should be no such thing as pit stops. You, you like how the planes fuel up in the air? You have yeah. fuel trucks that like to yeah. your car. You just keep going. <laughs> NASCAR, tur- yeah, na- uh, NASCAR extremely turned that idea down, but whatever. Extremely dangerous. Um, some big tankers out there with fuel. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Or, or I said to make it more interesting when you come in, you have to pay at the pump like all the rest of us do. That'd be hilarious. Would that be funny? Like, if your car doesn't go through, see cashier inside, you son of a bitch. What if what if Kyle Busch came through and his card got declined? <laughs> Chasing his wife down, I need a good card. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that'd be embarrassing. Well, Kyle, Kyle Busch is disqualified because he has insignificant amount of funds. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you get black flat. Yeah, there'll have to be a penalty for that too. This yeah. is our, we'll make our own race up. It'd be ridiculous. Oh my god, that shit would be hilarious. Um, Brady Bacon makes it four in a row at Grandview during the the Keystone Invasion. Keystone Invasion, yeah. My boy, the Dr. Pepper, Kevin Thomas Jr. was second. I don't know who finished third. Uh, your guy, Tanner Thorson, wins Big two. Diamond. And yesterday at Path Valley, takes two out of, well, two out of four or two out of the last three. Yeah. yeah but he had a really bad race at BAPS, though. So I think Baps, he finished 12th or race, 14th. Yeah, that race did not look healthy. <laughs> it just looked like a crap show. Uh, was it, like, the track was bad shape? or I, I Either it was windy. It's just, it, it wasn't good. There was, they seemed oh. like there was no bite there whatsoever. And when they're pulling slide jobs, it's like they would pull a slide job and kind of keep going. Guys are kind of bumping in each other because the cars just would not get any grip. Hmm. Big good. Diamond looked good. I mean, Grandview looks good as usual. That was a good rate. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm going to watch the replay for Path Valley because I think Path Valley. That was pretty cool. You'll like, it, it was neat. You'll like it. It's You'll a, like it. It's a small track. It was obviously it was close, a little banging because it was it's a tiny bull ring, but the racing was pretty good. Yeah. Jennifer, you got to see that flip. That was uh the was it Joe Biasi, the B1 car that flipped. Now who's the guy? I think the guy's name was Kyle Lick that broke both of his collarbones. Yeah. That's terrible. That's gotta be so at, painful. There was oh, like what God. like five flips that night at Big Diamond in the USAC. We can't hear a word she's saying. We need an interpreter in here to understand what Jennifer's saying. We need a Spanish interpreter because she's or, like... Or whatever she's speaking. Speaking all this nonsense. So, it was a pretty good... Except for BAPS. I just... The BAPS show, what I saw in the replay, I was like, what the hell was that? What was that about? It wasn't good. Oh, uh, did you hear about the, uh, the ARCA driver that was in a real bad accident in Talladega? I saw something. I can't. Um, I apologize for not remembering his name. I, I don't remember his name either. Uh, obviously, I don't follow Arca. No, so I know he's I. got. I know he's got second and third degree burns on his like face, okay. hands, and yes, neck. It, yep. No broken bones, thank God. And then they were doing uh, some. I think they were going to do. Last I heard, they were going to do some kind of test to make sure his lungs were okay. Ooh, all oh, because it, uh, getting burned and, and uh, yeah. probably in, ingesting. Yeah, the smoke. I mean, that thing was. It looked terrible. Looked like a terrible I, wreck. I didn't even. I didn't get to. I didn't even see it. But um, those speeds that what a gravel laid down a. Uh, uh, who has the wreck? Was it gravel? Wasn't gravel? Was it? Oh, it's gravel now. It was Sammy Swindell. Yeah, but he beat. He set the record Friday, wasn't it? Beat again yesterday. Yes, but I thought gravel had a. Or no, no, no. No, Gravel had it, and then Sam uh, Sam Heffer Tape Jr. got it. Yes, yes, he got it yesterday. Um, a hundred and forty-two miles an hour average on a half mile. That's insane. That is very insane. That is hauling the mail, as they say. And then some. Yeah. Uh, I believe. Uh, he- yeah, Heffer Tape is a five-time ASCS champion, so that's a, the Lucas Oil 360 touring series there. So he decided to step up and race against the big boys and smacks down a whatever the 
what was it like a thirteen two or something like that? Yeah, uh, it was, it was getting something close ridiculous. To the 12, I'm like, fucking close to twelve second range. I know. Dude, I don't. Wow. So here, here's the question. So Bristol's already announced they're putting dirt down again next year. I heard. I saw that. So do the World Outlaws go back again? Do our Northeast Dirt Modifieds go back down again? Probably not. Is the World Racing Group, well, the World Valleys are obviously a part of them. Yeah, I know, but uh, World Racing Group, don't they also have uh... the Yeah, they have a late model series. They they own the Super Dirt Series, or Dirt Car, that's them. And the World of Outlaws would be your three top ones. Yeah, and they got Then they got those Zimka... Uh, Whatever they call yeah. them modified the Midwest whatever things that yeah that's them too yeah so I'm thinking maybe they have those next year instead of yeah. Super Dirt Car Series or something Who yeah knows? of course I mean they're basically whatever Lucas Oil has they have to have even if they go even if they do go back I mean who knows World Outlaw drivers may say we don't want to go too, back it's too fast yeah, it's too dangerous what would you like how would you slow them down I mean they you know what I mean would you come like a everybody's got to run like a spec motor in them I mean Oh God! You know how boring that race would be. Yeah, I I don't I don't know what the answer is. I don't know about slowing them down. I don't know if you can make the car the track. Can uh, make the, the track any safer? I you know I don't well, know or they nothing. Took, they already took a bunch of banking out of it this year when they put the dirt down. Yes, they did. I think it got cut in half or something, or it was or they took. I, like, I just I, don't think it, it's. Uh, I don't think it's safe. I just don't think it's the right track. You know what I mean? It's. It's too fast. I think Martinsville would be cooler with dirt on it than Bristol. Well, you know, a lot of people are saying North Wilkesboro, too. That's a 5.8. Flat half mile, Martinsville. That'd be interesting. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, and it wouldn't be as fast. No, and then I think our dirt modified boys would do quite well on it, too, because if it's slicked off, like, especially the Super Dirt Car Series, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that'd, that'd, that'd be interesting. That would be kind of cool. Plus, I heard the hot dogs down there are good. I'd go to that one just to have a hot dog. <laughs> just to say I got one of the famous Martinsville hot dogs. Are they better than New Egypt's hot dogs? Is those things I don't know. I tell you what, Orange County had a foot long. Did you get it? I got Well, my son got it. He ate the whole thing. <laughs> He's like, this is the best hot dog. And I had, can I have a bite? He's like, yeah, and it was pretty good. But I'm like, nah, but nothing beats those quarter-pound hot dogs at New Egypt. Especially two for five or whatever they were. And fries for 350 less. Shut the f- God.